You know, sometimes we have to look at the big picture if we're going to find any solutions. And that's what I'm going to do today on today's edition of Truth to Ponder. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. This is Jim Calhoun sitting in for Bob Bierman today, and I really appreciate you tuning in. And Bob Bierman will be back tomorrow with another great episode of Truth to Ponder. And as I normally do, as I get ready to do my Truth to Ponder episodes, I pray about things, I think about things, but I kind of have a general idea of what I want to say or the way I want the program to go. And it never fails that God puts something on my heart that sometimes is just a polar opposite of what I was going to talk about as far as the direction of the program. And today is no exception. As I was praying about doing the show, it seemed that God was putting things on my heart very strong, very clear, and I know that's what I'm supposed to talk about. And I'm going to look at the big picture and kind of give you a, an idea of where we're at historically, as well as the brand new ground that we're breaking as far as how detrimental different institutions that we used to count on are becoming. But the good news that I do have on this program, I do believe that God put some things on my heart that I would consider solutions. And so I'm not only going to talk about where we're at as far as the degeneration of the world, I'm going to be laying out a game plan of what we can actually do about it so we can actually win. Because as you look at the big picture, if you believe the Word of God, if you believe the Bible, you already know that in the end, Satan is defeated, as well as all of the powers of darkness. And so ultimately, we already win. And I've pointed out many times before that just through the blood of Jesus, we already win. But I'm going to be talking about some earthly ways we can win, some ways that at least we can stem the degeneration, we can come against it and slow it down, if not reverse it. And so I think that there's going to be some good solutions I'm going to offer, but I am going to point out some bad things as well. But we all know how things are going. They're just not good. And we all know that we can't trust hardly anyone anymore, which is very sad. You used to be able to trust all of your neighbors and your friends and your family and just trust everything at face value. But if you do that anymore, you'll end up in financial trouble or legal trouble or something. And so it's really hard to go about your daily business without some thoughts in the back of your mind, wondering who's watching you and, and what they're thinking about you and what you're doing. You have people that are getting very greedy and covetous, and it seems like that our daily existence is, I like to use the word surreal, and I hope I don't overuse it because that's the only word I can come up with when I'm thinking about just how things are going just horrible today as far as the trajectory of everything. Now, here's one thing that is, I think, it's anecdotal, of course, but it points out just where we're at 
as far as with our speech. I do my show on Anchor, which was bought by Spotify or absorbed by Spotify. I don't know exactly what happened, but I know that if you try to link into your Anchor account, it takes you to Spotify. Well, it seems like that Spotify does not like my show, and therefore I can no longer upload any of my shows to Spotify or Anchor. And the reason that they don't want me to upload any of my shows on their platform, because I'm spreading disinformation. And the disinformation that I'm spreading is that a man cannot give birth. It is physically impossible for a male to give birth, to get pregnant. That's disinformation. Now think about it. If what sex you are born to be, if you can question that, if you can have a litter of puppies and they're all female, and tell people that this litter is all male, and nobody will challenge you, Or if you have a little girl, a beautiful little baby girl, and you tell people that you think that that little girl's really a boy, so you're going to treat your beautiful little girl like she's a boy, and you're going to go ahead and start grooming her for transition. You see, that's supposedly normal. But if you point out any flaws in that, well, that's disinformation. And so merely the fact that I think men are men and women are women, that makes me a spreader of disinformation. Now, in the long run, it's going to come back and bite these people that claim to be a platform. They claim to be open-minded. They claim to be everything that they're not. And all they are are they're part of the system of indoctrination. And so if anyone such as myself or Bob Behrman or anyone else that knows that a man is a man and a woman is a woman, well, they're going to start clamping down and we're going to start disappearing off of all sorts of different platforms. But I'm trying to give you a big picture of really where we're at. And I know this next thing I'm going to say is going to upset some people. But I want you to really consider my words. A lot of us are very innocent in how we do our daily business. We don't have any bad thoughts or nefarious reasons for doing what we do. We like to have things as simple as possible, as nice as possible, and I understand that. And I know an awful lot of people have artificial intelligence that they're using, and a lot of people have the little computer box in their house that they can ask what time it is or to play a song or to do something. And I have a dear friend that does have one of these devices, and I have family members that have these devices. But I have two words for you, and I want you to consider this very, very carefully. My two words, Trojan horse. These modern conveniences are programmed by who? And if you ask these things certain questions, it will give you answers that are, as far as I'm concerned, from a very woke or politically correct perspective, of a very liberal, of a very communistic slant. 
if you ask these if you ask these devices questions about people who are known to be mass murderers such as communist leaders and things like that throughout history you won't hear a peep out of that box about anything nefarious that has been done by someone that whoever programmed this box thinks is a good person but if you ask questions about conservatives or people who i'm going to say think normal well you're going to find out that they're conspiracy theorists and they're all sorts of negative things that these boxes are programmed to say but the two worst things about them is that number one they keep you from thinking you don't have to commit anything to memory if you have a machine all you have to do is ask it then you don't have to commit it to memory and believe me people will not commit things to memory that they don't have to and so that's part of the dumbing down of our society but the real evil that is behind this trojan horse is the fact that artificial intelligence allows these devices as well as other appliances in your home to listen and when you say a word that is a problem word for the people that program this well i don't know exactly what happens but it is noted that something was said in your home i don't know if it's recorded or not i'm not sure but i do know it has the ability to record you and it has the ability to spy on you and i would not have a spy in my house and so the way i look at these is yes they're very convenient they're kind of fun to use i understand and i get 100% why people like them it has nothing to do with me being old fashioned and not liking newfangled things but it's the mere fact that i don't know i don't know the mindset of the group of people that program this thing and also the fact that it is spying on you and can report on you it's like having an enemy agent in your house someone that is just always listening always watching and i know that sounds paranoid but that's where we're at in this world today we're under massive surveillance and we have a lot of people that are watching everything we do if you remember a television show called bewitched from back in the 1960s there was a neighbor called mrs cravats and mrs cravats knew everything what you were doing she was always at her window always staring at your house always taking pictures always writing things down eavesdropping wanting to know everything what you're doing and if you really had a real life mrs cravats in your neighborhood you really wouldn't like it very well and you'd probably avoid this person so why bring mrs cravats into your house that's my question now i don't expect everyone to unplug your device and throw them out i don't expect that at all but i do expect you to be informed and know that you're taking horrible risks not only with your mental development and keeping your mind sharp as far as you not committing things to memory but just having a device in your home that is capable of turning on you as far as it might be serving you right now if it's helping you solve a problem or tell you what time it is but that box has no allegiance to you whatsoever and if it's programmed to start recording if it hears a certain word or a certain phrase 
and that recording can instantly be sent anywhere in the world. And we happen to be living in an era where most of mankind is living like mankind has lived for the last hundred years or so. We're enjoying our creature comforts. We're enjoying our lifestyles. We're enjoying each other. We're enjoying what we can do. But we're not watching what's really happening. And that's the big picture that I want to talk about. What's really happening is that there's a police state that is being set up all over the world. If you don't believe me, just watch the videos of all the police that take, I think, great pleasure and pride in walking in groups of 10, 15, 20 or more, shooting tear gas and beating people with billy clubs and riot sticks and things like that. You can see images of the United States and France and just everywhere. You have massive protests protesting the new normal, protesting the things that the new world order is putting into place. And what happens when the protesters go out? I've seen this done in New Zealand and Australia many times. Peaceful protesters, maybe they're just seated on the grass, doing nothing but just occupying an area. Then all of a sudden, out comes the billy clubs. There was one man in Australia, I didn't find out if he died or not, but they beat him so bad that his skull actually broke. It did more than crack. It actually broke the bone in his skull. And what was he guilty of? Being at a peaceful protest, sitting on the grass. That's what he was guilty of. And I've seen old ladies ripped out of their homes because they defied the COVID orders. One lady simply wanted to go to her house and recover from an operation. But she couldn't get the operation in her country because of COVID restrictions. And she needed the operation to stay alive. And so she went to another European country and had the operation. And when she came home to recover, she came home to billy clubs and riot police and They literally took this little old lady who was almost 80 years old and they drug her out of her bed and drug her across the floor of her house, drug her out the door, drug her down the sidewalk into the gutter of the street. Then they threw her very forcefully in a police van and drove away with her. And what was she guilty of? Going to her house to recover. That's the world we live in today, folks. And don't say, well, that's an isolated incident. It's not. I wish it was, but it definitely is not isolated. And so we have massive surveillance. We have massive corruption. We have massive censorship. And the political parties that we have, they're absolutely worthless. Here's a perfect example. In my county, the Republican Party gets together once a month and has a meeting. Well, I've been to one meeting in the last 10 years. And they had the meeting at an establishment that was run by very woke and liberal people. And all through the meeting, they ran piped-in music, very loud, that really drowned out the speakers because 
Guess what? The podium mic did not work. We're so sorry, is what the owner said. And instead of turning the music down, and so the speaker had a chance to at least talk loud enough where maybe somebody could have heard, they actually turned the music up. And there was nobody in that group of Republicans that complained. Nobody went to the management and said, look, we know what you're doing here. We're never coming back. Nobody demanded an apology. Nothing. They just quietly disbanded and left, just like nothing had ever happened. And I thought, what spineless cowards these people are. And I got an email from them a couple of days ago, and they invited me to a party. And they called the party Pizza and Politics. Let's eat pizza and talk politics. Business is normal. Everything's good. Everything's normal. As long as we have that attitude, we are lost. I mean, we're sunk. We're done. I'm not telling anyone to get violent or go out and protest or anything. But you cannot look at what's happening with stolen elections and World War III being thrust at us by Republicans and Democrats. They're all corrupt. And you're going to go eat pizza? Really? I know a lot of churches during COVID, they just shut their doors. They agreed with all the lockdowns and shut their doors and didn't worry about it. Didn't make any provisions for worship or anything. And a lot of church leaders have wimped out. And I know Bob Beerman talks about that quite a bit. And that's why I'm so happy that Bob Beerman is getting his church project going and things seem to be growing and going well. Because I know Bob Beerman is a no-nonsense man and he's going to get right to the point. And he's also going to hit the nail right on the head as he usually does. And one of the things we need is boldness. That's one of the things that I came up with as a strategy for us to defeat this, it's almost a malaise that has dropped over society. It's like that we're all whipped out, we're all wimping out, we're all sheep. We're just like, okay, you got us, so we're going to roll over. And it seems like there's an awful lot of that attitude. And the big picture is, is that we have a group of people that consider themselves elite, and the more I study these people, the stupider I think they are. I said on my program, and I'm going to say it on Truth to Ponder, I think that the elites are dumber than a box of rocks. But I think they're power-hungry. I think they have a God complex. I think they're evil. And I know they need to be stopped. And I'm going to be talking about some ways we can come against these people and really throw a monkey wrench into their plans of domination and enslaving us is what they're really trying to do. So as we go about our daily lives and just try to mind our own business and and we have a political party that's in crisis that had elections stolen from them, decide to go have pizza, and you have the other political party, which is the Democrats, a lot of people in that party are starting to say that they need to get physical and violent against what they call mega people. There are several organizations that are, there are several leftist organizations 
that have media outlets that are calling for death to Trump supporters. And what are the Republicans doing? Have a pizza party. Good old Lindsey Graham and all the other creeps we have in the Senate and in Congress. You really trust these people? If you had a dog, would you trust these people to babysit your dog? I definitely wouldn't. But yet they're running our country and they're running it into the ground. And anyone that is based in reality that men are men and women are women, well, you're guilty of misinformation. And you have all these people that all they're trying to do is push all these social agendas that have nothing to do with governing, have nothing to do with anything. You have companies like Anheuser-Busch and Target and other companies that, that are doing their best to absolutely destroy themselves. And they think in the long run they're going to be all right. They think that they're going to get rid of all the undesirables. And the new normal right now is is that if you think a man is a man, well, you're not desirable. And I've noticed an awful lot of racism, more racism than I've ever, ever experienced or seen in my life. And I've seen some really ugly racism. I really have. But racism against white males especially is just off the charts. But I'm starting to see that white females are now an endangered species because, first of all, if you're a white male and say that you're a woman, well, all of a sudden, then you're protected. You can use the women's facilities and compete in their sports and just absolutely ruin all of the hard work that women have put into trying to make gains as far as sports and business and just humanity in general. You have these wimpy men that can't compete against real men, and so they have to go pick on the girls. Now, I'm from an era that you don't pick on the girls. You protect the girls. You do not go out and try to hurt the girls. That's how I was raised, and my generation was raised, to respect women and don't hurt them. But right now, if you try to protect women by saying, that man should not be in the same sport because this woman can end up with concussion or broken bones or what have you because of the strength that this man has simply because of his muscular structure and the density of his bones, which is much different than a female. Then you have females that say, oh, no, he's really a woman. You can't deny this trans woman. And so you have women that, I have to say it again, they're dumber than a box of rocks. That They're having all of the hard work that women have done for generations just disappear right in front of their face, and they're helping it to disappear. And where are the real men that are going to stand up to these so-called transgender women or whatever they call themselves? They're men that are pretending to be women. That's all they are. And they're doing a horrible job of it because from what I've seen, the guys that think that they're mimicking a woman, not only are they horrible men, they make even worse women. And it's statements like that that got me banned off of Spotify. But if you can't stand the heat, get out of the kitchen. I'm sick of watching all the hard work that women have done for generations be thrown away. No, I'm not a feminist. I don't believe in that. Nor am I a male chauvinist. I don't believe in that. I believe God made men to be men. And I think God made women to be women. 
And I don't think there's anything wrong with a man being a man. And there's nothing wrong with a woman being a woman. But unfortunately, we have a group of women in this country that are trying so hard to be men that they never can be, that now they don't even make a good woman because they don't care about being a good woman. They want to be a man. They want to have the same everything as a man. And they think it's beneath them to act like they're female. Now, who is anti-woman? I'd have to say it's the person that thinks that women must be worthless enough that they don't want to be one. And I think it's sad. And there's an awful lot of misinformation that's going out that's called science. And so it's really hard to even talk about this subject without making people mad. But when you cut right down to the quick, God made men to be men, period. God made women to be women, period. That doesn't mean that a woman can't do some things that men do. And that doesn't mean that men can't enjoy things that women do. If a man enjoys something that's traditionally a woman's job or a woman's role, so what? And if a woman feels more comfortable doing things that a man normally would do, no big deal. I have no problem with that. But when you politicize it and you try to warp a whole generation of young kids and all of the transgender nonsense, when you get into the absolute nonsensical part of this, well, there has to be lines drawn in the sand. And culturally, we're in a lot of trouble. Massive amounts of trouble. And a lot of it is self-inflicted. But fortunately, when I do the second part of the show, I'm going to be talking about solutions. And I think our solutions are so simple, they're just right in front of our face. And all we have to do is just simply open our eyes and open our minds. And then when we make a decision to act or do something or be something, then we need to simply act or do something or be something. We simply do what we instinctively know is right. But we do have an awful lot of issues. We have issues with science, education, the justice system, or shall I say injustice, the law enforcement. Even our military is getting so woke that they are spending more time talking about transgender things than they are how to clean your gun or how to aim it. And, of course, I mention the border all the time, but our southern border is absolutely broken. And I've seen videos where people from our own National Guard units are ordered to help the people instead of telling them, no, you can't come into our country. They're actually helping them come into the country. And there's all sorts of nefarious different, I'm going to call them front groups. They call themselves charities and things like that, but they're child trafficking. And you really don't hear anyone speaking up for the children anymore. You really don't. We live in a world that has changed so drastically, and it changed just like overnight. But what's really sad is that shows the power that the enemy, and I'm going to call him the enemy because anybody that wants to harm me or my country or my family or what I hold dear, if they mock my God, if they slander my God, they are my enemy. 
I know that's a strong word, but I can't pretend that these people don't have ill feelings towards me and people like me. And I know the Bible says, turn the other cheek, but that does not mean to let evil win. That's not what that means at all. So we have all these evil people and evil things, and you have companies and corporations that are joining in with the evil. And we have a lot of people that are nothing more than Mrs. Kravitz that need to keep their nose in their own business. We have an awful lot of that. And, of course, we have our Trojan horses and our smartphones and all these things that we think are really great. Who knows exactly what these things are doing? I mentioned several shows back that I don't have any loyalty cards or customer buyer's cards or something, you know, that they issue at these stores. Because I don't want anyone to know what I'm buying, how much I'm spending, where I live. It's none of their business. Like when I get online and I'm doing research every once in a while, it'll have a pop-up and say, such and such place wants to know your location. You want to allow? And I always say, no, I deny it. There is so much information gathered about us. Like if you're a government agency and they need to know what you look like, they have places they can go get pictures of you. And they're pictures that were snapped of you that you have no idea that that picture was taken of you. Same way with satellite images of your property. And if you're a landowner or a homeowner, there are pictures of your house and your garage and your tree grove or whatever you have on file at your local courthouse. And anyone that wants to research your property, they can go in and get access to these public records that have pictures of your house, possibly a car or two, And then you realize that there had to be someone come on your property to take that picture. Because there's no way, even with a telescope lens, they could have got that picture from that angle. So we have all sorts of things going on that are nefarious and are not for us. They're not for our benefit. Before I go on break, I want to mention that I would appreciate it if you would consider supporting this ministry. And that's very easy to do. All you have to do is go to the website, truth, the number two ponder.com and go to the support tab, click that, and it'll guide you through how to give electronically through Give, Send, Go, or you can be old school and send it by mail, and you would write the check out to Ancient Word Radio. You would mail to Truth to Ponder, P.O. Box 510, Chill Howie. C-H-I-L-H-O-W-I-E Chill Howie, Virginia The zip code is 24319 And I'll be back after this This is Truth to Ponder With Bob Bierman Neil Armstrong on the Temple Steps. Shalom Aleichem. This is the nice Jewish boy, Jonathan Kahn, your Jewish connection, bringing you the riches of your Jewish roots in Jesus. Now get your pen out as fast as you can so you don't miss out on receiving a special free gift you're going to get and love in a moment. I was on the southern steps of the Temple Mount. They're still doing excavations there. And there remains the actual steps of the temple, the same steps that Messiah went up to when he went to the temple. And the guide there we had, a man named Roni, told a story 
A number of years back, there was a tour in Israel, and they were, they were leading a special man around the Holy Land. The man was Neil Armstrong, the first man on the moon, who, who was the one, one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind as he stepped down the steps of the lunar module. It turns out Neil Armstrong is now a born-again believer, as, as he told it, and his experience led him to the Lord. And he asked the guide, he said, show me a place where Messiah definitely was. And so the guide took him there. He said, these temple steps. And Neil Armstrong sat down. He said, nothing for about five minutes. And then he said, you know, I've been on the moon, but it meant more to me to be here, to stand right here, because it was here that my Savior walked. And that's more amazing than walking on the moon. You see, greater than man walking on the moon is that God walked on earth with man. So rejoice in that, my friend. You know, Neil Armstrong was one of the most celebrated people in history because he set foot on the moon. But greater than that, greater than being the first person on the moon for you is the fact that the God of the universe who made the moon and the stars walks every day with you. Want more? Ask for A Journey to the Promised Land, Part 2, on CD. Now imagine being plugged into a special line that you know on future events, news behind the news, biblical prophecy, updates on Israel, and what you need to know as an end-time believer, plus teachings and strength for every day of your week. And the incredible Mystery of the Temple doors on CD added in as a gift, all free. How do you get all this free? Easy. Just remember Jesus' real Hebrew name, Yeshua, and dial it. For your free gifts, call 1-800, and that's Yeshua 1. You will be blessed, but call now, 1-800-Y-E-S-H-U-A-1. I invite you to join me to reach the unreached peoples of the world in the most incredible way, from Moscow to Madagascar, even to Jerusalem. How? Just call 1-800-YESHUA-1. You can be part of the amazing shortwave outreach of radio blanketing the earth with salvation. 1-800-YESHUA-1. Or you can write me direct to your sound. Let's write to the nice Jewish boy, Box 1111, Lodi, L-O-D-I, New Jersey, 07644. It's a nice Jewish boy, Box 1111, Lodi, New Jersey, 07644. Well, till next time, this is Jonathan Kahn saying... Shalom Aleichem, peace be to you, my friend, in Messiah, Adon Hashamayam, the Lord of the Heavens. Welcome back to part two of Truth to Ponder. This is Jim Calhoun sitting in today for Bob Bierman. And I've been talking about the situation of how things are and how things have deteriorated to a point that anyone that has any age on them at all they just don't recognize the whole world. Nothing seems to fit or make sense anymore. Well, this half of the show is going to be devoted to solving our problems. First of all, all of this is done by design. The powers that be want you confused. They want you to give up. They want you to be discouraged. They want you to be unhappy with the status quo. And that you probably are pretty unhappy with the status quo. Because if you're unhappy with the status quo, then they could come in and offer the solution. And just like a bunch of sheep, we'll go with the flow and whatever solution they come up with, we'll think, well, at least we're doing something. Well, when someone is creating a problem, do you go to that person to solve the problem? And generally speaking, the answer is no. You do not hire the person that's causing the problem to fix the problem because they don't have any interest in solving the problem because they are creating the problem. So you have to understand that the people that are in power right now, 
don't have any reason or any desire to fix anything and make things the way you want it to be. So it's up to you and up to me and up to all of us that understand clear-headed thinking, all of us that understand biblical principles, all of us that understand right from wrong and reality from total, absolute insanity. And so we have to break things down to the least common denominator, the smallest component. It's been said, and rightfully so, that the way to build a successful life is to have a successful minute and then add another successful minute on that. And pretty soon you'll have a successful hour. And then you add those hours together. Then pretty soon you have a successful day. You add those days together. Pretty soon you have a successful month, successful year, successful life. You don't just do it all at once. It happens very incrementally with very small steps. And that's the answer to all of this, is every decision that you make, make it on the side of good, make it on the side of helping the small people that are not in power. A perfect example, lots of corporations out there are going woke, and they're pushing this transgender, and they're pushing all sorts of evil things that they're doing to our children in school. You have companies that are reveling in that, and they're pushing that. Simply do not buy from those companies anymore. And I'm not saying boycott. I'm saying fire them. Don't boycott them. Fire them. Get rid of them. If you need to buy a hammer, go to a locally owned hardware store or a store that sells hammers and buy a hammer. Do not go to the big box store that's going to put part of the money that they make off selling you that hammer to use it against you and also use it against things that you stand for. So we have to defund the people who are coming against us. How smart would you be that you had a neighbor move in that you knew was a burglar and you knew that neighbor wanted to break into your house? You knew it by this person's actions. How smart would it be to do business with him and give him a bunch of tools that he can use to burglarize your house? Of course you wouldn't do that. So why would you go to the big box store that's going to use a percentage, maybe a small one, but they will use a percentage of the profits that they gain from you to put that money into political opponents that you do not like, to give that money to different groups and organizations that push cultural rot that you don't agree with, and you're doing the same thing. You're shooting yourself in the foot. You're doing the same thing as buying tools for the burglar that you know wants to burgle your house. So everything has to be done one thing at a time. So really watch where you shop. Watch who you associate with. I have a lot of people that I have decided to get distant from, people that are totally brainwashed, People that think Joe Biden is the best president we've ever had. People that are so disconnected that they think that men can have babies and women can father children. People that say, follow the science and the science that they were taught all of their years in school. They discard all of that because that's old. These are new recent discoveries. I know that Bob Behrman has said many times that 
it matters what kind of science you're talking about. These people that are saying that follow the science, they have to be meaning political science because everything that they're spouting is true, just isn't. They can hand you a fistful of papers of all these studies that says that men can have babies. Still doesn't make it so. It just means there's an awful lot of people that are getting grant money to say whatever that they're paid to say. So you have to start thinking for yourself and quit walking in lockstep. And this is the hardest thing to do. But we must do this if we want to be victorious as far as what we can do with our actions. You don't have to be mean or disrespectful or rude or confrontational. But quit agreeing with people that you don't agree with just to get along. Say you're having coffee with somebody and they, they're talking about this man with a beard that's 300 pounds that's fathered children that just set a new world's record in some women's sport. And they're saying how great that is that this big man can set a record in a women's sport. You would be doing yourself a very big disservice if you would say, yes, that is a wonderful thing. Like I say, you don't have to be rude or disrespectful, but if they ask you a question, Isn't that a good thing? You could say, no, it's not. It's not a good thing at all. I'm sorry that you think it is a good thing. And people that are that shallow, it says an awful lot about them. And as people expose themselves to you as being goats or being brainwashed or being just simply evil, it's time to disassociate. If all of us would simply associate with like-minded people and actually care about each other and help take care of each other and love each other. We can express love and concern for those that we don't agree with, but we don't have to agree with them. We don't have to pander to them. We don't have to give them shallow little victories all the time, nor do we have to one-up them or try to beat them at their own game. But if you would put your money where your mouth is, number one, and if you would stand up and grow a spine, and stand up for what you know is right, and do the right things, and start looking at everything, and I mean everything you do, and then connect the dots. If you're doing things such as doing business with people who are funding your demise, then you are not only doing yourself a disservice, you are betraying everyone that holds your values. It's time that we tell the truth. I've said many times we need to stay in truth and stand in truth and live in truth. It's time to speak truth. We need to speak truth and we need to be bold about it. We can't just sit here and just let people walk all over us and dictate to us and tell us, you're going to call me by my pronoun or else. If you say, well, if or else means you're going to be gone out of my life, I guess, goodbye. I know that's blunt. But I think that's what we have to do. One of the reasons these people are being so aggressive in pushing their cultural rot is because of good people that don't like confrontation, maybe give them lip service and maybe don't really agree with them, but will say, oh, yeah, that's really good, and act like they agree. That just emboldens the other side. You know, when I look at it, I know I use analogies. And lots of times I use boxing analogies. 
But most fighters do not win by knockout. They win by a point system. They get so many points for winning a round. Or by the round system. They just count which rounds you win. And whoever wins the most rounds wins the fight. And a round is one, one punch at a time. Or one defense at a time. And right now, culturally, we have massive groups of people that are punching us with their cultural rot. And we may be deflecting some of the blows, but we're not really in the fight. And so these organizations and groups and demented people are winning round after round after round. And we can't lose all of the rounds and then win the fight. Now, of course, I'm using this as an analogy. I'm not saying to go fight anybody. I'm talking about a boxing match. And so we have to start winning some rounds. We have to start scoring some points. And one way to score points is having an effective defense. We don't have to go after anyone and be rude or anything, like I said. But we have to deflect their blows. We have to bob and weave and duck and cover. We have to do what we need to do to try to win the round. But if we have to make a point and maybe hurt someone's feelings by telling them the truth, so be it. If they are so fragile that if you tell them that a man is a man and that hurts their feelings or makes them mad, well, these people are delusional and demented, possibly satanic. And so we really have to understand we're dealing with the powers of darkness. We're dealing with Satan. And the Bible says that we are to resist Satan. And when you see that spirit of Antichrist in anyone or any group or any corporation or whatever you're dealing with, when you see or feel or sense that spirit of Antichrist, come against Satan. You have to stand against Satan. You have to resist. And if everyone out there who is awake and really sees the spiritual battle that we're in, if we would simply stand up for who we are and what we are, in our belief system, stand up for our God, stand up for ourselves, stand up for our families, stand up for our nation, stand up for humanity. And I'm not talking about this phony, false cultural rot. I'm talking about the true humanity that generation upon generation has built into civilization. Right now, the powers of evil are trying to uncivilize us or decivilize us. If you watch any comedians, you'll find that the butt of the jokes are Christians or people who are straight-laced, people that would be considered normal. I know back in the 1960s and 70s, they started calling people like that square. Oh, you're so square. But back in the 1940s, if someone called you square, that meant you were a good person that you had everything in order, that you weren't shady. Just like the alphabet people have stolen the word gay and they've stolen the symbol of the rainbow and made it their own. That word does not belong to these people and neither does that symbol. But yet we just roll over and let them do it. And the more we roll over and do nothing, and the more we roll over and say nothing, or worse yet, give lip service to or agree with these people that are trying to take our civilization and just put it in a trash can, then that makes us an accomplice. 
to what they're doing. So simply do not be an accomplice anymore. Resist at every turn. Take stock of yourself. Know that you do have power. Know that you do have intellect. You would not be listening to Truth to Ponder if you were a shallow person. Because this show is not for shallow people to consume. Now, shallow people could listen if they wanted to, but shallow people would listen a few minutes and shut it off. And they'd find something else to listen to. And so I know that I'm talking to an audience of thinkers. We also need to be an audience of doers. If we do good, if we shine our light, if we are to be the salt of the earth, if we are to be children of God, if we are to be representatives of Christ here on this earth, then it's time to do our job. That's how we win. Do our job. Do what we were put here to do. Do not let anyone shame you. Do not let anyone persuade you to be something or someone you're not. And another thing that's really important, quit being on defense all the time. Quit being that silent wallflower in the corner that is afraid to hurt anyone's feelings. Well, I got news for you. Nobody cares about your feelings whatsoever. You may think that the roles of men and women are sacred. You may be a true believer of God and God's plan, and you love God with all your heart. And so when you hear people mocking God, that's not the time to be a wallflower and just sit there. Now, if that happened to me, I know what I would do. I would get up. I wouldn't make a scene, but I would get up and leave. And if someone would say, well, what, where are you going? I'd say, I'm not going to be a part of this blasphemy. I'm not going to be part of I'm not going to be a part of this group that is mocking my God. And I'd let them know if that's what they want to do is mock God, go ahead. But they need to know that God will not be mocked. You don't have to scold them, but don't reward them by you staying in their presence. If they can offend you, if they know that you're a Christian, and they can throw out a few little things to try to offend you, you not only become the object of their sport, They also start despising you because they wouldn't put up with you talking about their religion, like transgender or abortion or anything that these people consider their religion. Oh, no, they'd be right in your face. And so as they come against God and you simply sit there and take it, you're actually hurting yourself by doing that. You're hurting yourself in your own eyes, and you're hurting yourself in the eyes of these people. Of course, I don't care about these people if they're mocking God and if they're that naive and that stupid to deny God. Well, I say good riddance to those kind of people. And I know that there's many people in my life that are no longer part of my life because they just were going along with the woke, going along with everything just to get along. No spine. Oh, you can't talk about that. Oh, you might hurt so-and-so's feelings. I'm not talking about being selfish, but I think we need to start looking out for our own feelings and the feelings of others that feel like we feel. And also, I believe 
that if we start standing up to these evil people and their cultural rot, other people that think like you will see you standing up and seeing how classy you're doing it and how gracious you are in doing it, but yet you're still doing it. You're still standing up to these people. That will enable them to do what you're doing to where they can stand up to the people that are coming after them. That is how we come against this. We come against it in prayer. We come against it in strength. And we come against it in faith. Because if we do not act, if all we do is sit back and let the cultural rot happen, nothing is going to change for the better. It's just going to get worse and worse and worse. And you might say, well, how can it get much worse than it is right now? You shouldn't ask questions like that. Because it could get so much worse than it is now that you would long for things to be the way they are right now, thinking that's the good old days. What these evil people that are controlled by Satan, what they have in plan for you and your family and your friends and anyone else that thinks like you is not good. There is no goodwill towards you or people like you coming from these people that are pushing the cultural rot. All they care about is defeating you. And also, if they can defeat you and demoralize you and also make a fool out of you as you sit there and nod in agreement, so you just get along. While they're laughing at you on the inside, thinking this person says that they believe something and I'm coming against it and they are agreeing with it. So therefore, these people are hypocrites. These people are losers. I win. These people are spineless, have no power. That's what they'll think of you as you sit there and nod in agreement and say, oh, yeah, I just want to get along. Again, I'm not saying be confrontational, rude, or anything like that. But you're going to have to start standing up for good. You're going to have to start standing up for your faith. That's very imperative. I hope that the right ears heard this show today. I do know that I enjoy coming on Truth to Ponder, and I like to try to be positive. And I know my opinions were really strong today, but you have to know that what's happening is very strong against us. So we cannot come against strength with weakness. It doesn't work. I wish nothing but the best for everyone. I wish all the people who are lost would be saved. I wish everyone that was against God would turn to God and accept God. But I'm not naive. There's an awful lot of people that have rejected God on purpose and a very large group of people who have embraced Satan. And these people are working tirelessly against us every day. It does seem like lots of times we make everything overly complicated. It seems like we're looking for very complicated answers to very complicated problems. And when things are complicated, you should not overcomplicate. And so the more complicated the question is, sometimes it's the simple answers that are the best. Like live your life according to God's will. Practice the golden rule. 
do unto others as you would have done unto you. Be kind, be loving, be thoughtful. Before you speak, think. Simple things like that will help you avoid an awful lot of problems in life. But when you're looking at the world crumbling around us as far as our culture rot, and then people just wholeheartedly embracing that, that's really hard to swallow. People that I thought were very intelligent, very enlightened, seem to be buying all of the lies and the propaganda. They think that men are now women and women are now men and there's 3,000 genders or something like that. And these people should know better. They were taught better than that. But that just shows you how strong the psychological operation is. It's extremely strong. And I thank God that I discovered the brainwashing that was happening to me and I started resisting a long time ago. And I think you need to pray for discernment and pray that your eyes are open. Pray that God can allow you to see things as they really are. And so you can deal with them the way they need to be dealt with. And that's with a godly manner. There is no way that we can deal with this cultural rot on a carnal level. It has to be a spiritual level. And it has to be done with the help of Almighty God. I think the simple answers are better. The simple answers are prayer, perseverance, being strong, resolute. And it's my wish that we would start defeating the forces of evil and turn things back around the way they should be. I really do appreciate tuning in to Truth to Ponder. And I would ask that you consider donating to this ministry. I would really appreciate that. So please visit the website, truth2ponder.com. Go to the support tab and follow instructions to how to donate to this ministry. Also, you can send a check or money order. You'd write the check out to Ancient Word Radio. You would mail to Truth to Ponder, P.O. Box 510, Chill Howie, C-H-I-L-H-O-W-I-E, Chill Howie, Virginia. The zip code is 24319. Well, thanks for listening. And until next time, be strong, be bold, show courage, and never ever forget, replace fear with faith. This has been Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. To find out more, visit our website, truth, the number two, and the word ponder.com. That's truth, the number two, ponder.com. Truth to Ponder, shining the light of truth in a darkening world.